straight sports. Back again for another episode. I know we missed you guys last week, but we back with a lot of info and a lot of sports update for you this week. We talking NBA, we talking college football. You know we always talking NFL. What up, what up, everybody? What up, our peoples? Thank you for following. Thank you for listening. We here. What we jumping into first? Man, let's go ahead and look at these NBA deals. Um, two big deals, actually three big deals this week. This system of uh, power balance. First, let's go into the fact that the Lakers, the rich get richer, and the Lakers get Dennis Schroeder for Danny Green. Danny Green hasn't done anything in the NBA since uh, he left San Antonio low-key. You know what I'm saying? And now they got Dennis Schroeder, a legit two-guard who can start. You know, he can start. Or is a six-man of the year candidate. Most definitely. I mean, that's a steal for the Lakers. And, you know, somebody said they think the NBA is rigged because of this. And I I, I don't think so. I, I, I think it's more or less that... A good a good management team took advantage of a bad management team. I mean, OKC is proven they don't really know what they're doing. I mean, come on, they kept Durant, Harden, and Westbrook together. That would have been a dynasty, not the Warriors. But they broke that up. They traded Jeff. They traded Harden for Jeff Green. And then they let the West, they let the rent walk, and they finally traded Westbrook, which actually got them Chris Paul. But you know, OKC, you know, they 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 their front office shows shows that they're not necessarily committed to winning or going over luxury tax. And we're going to speak more on OKC in a minute. But what you think, though? Oh, definitely. I think um, the move with Schroeder definitely is going to bring youth to the Lakers. You know, it's going to help push the pace. It's going to, yeah, that's a, that's a big addition, I think. And like you said, I don't think it's it's teams that are uh, forming super teams. I think it's like he's just broke it down. You couldn't be said any better. A good management team took advantage of a bad management team. It's the same concept as, you know, you look at the board as, I would say, playing Monopoly. I'm not going to sell you a piece that's going to allow you to have a Monopoly and I have to pay you every time. That's what these guys are doing. They're selling these guys these pieces and they got to play these guys and they lose to them every time. I don't understand the concept, but, you know, NBA will keep going on and going forward. We got Chris Paul on the move again, once again, moving around. How do you feel about that move? Good move for Phoenix, but it won't bring them a championship. I mean, you got Paul and uh, Booker, and that's a and, and low key, that's an undersized backcourt because Booker is like what, 6'3, 6'4? Yeah, you know, Chris Paul was like 6'1. 
I mean, you got Aiden, who's who, who, who's a young button star, but with the with the teams that's in the in the West, that's that. I mean, that lineup. Unless they add some more pieces to it, that lineup gets you to the West Conference at the most. And Chris Paul will get them as far as he can because he's smart. He would help elevate Booker and, and Aiton. Oh yeah, but. They they need one more piece. They need one more piece to actually contend. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they should go get James Harden, but they have too many guards. And James Harden and Chris Paul don't get along. I mean, so they they, they may have to look at the, uh, something else to contend. I mean, if anything, the the good thing is this this may keep Booker from ever leaving Phoenix. Because you know, Phoenix showed that they will do what they had to do to build a winner. But this is a second, maybe conference finals team at best. I totally agree with you. They definitely gonna need another piece to add to that team to be a, a contender. Definitely coming out of the West. But who's to say they might pick up someone in free agency? You know. You also got maybe take a chance on Boogie. Maybe you know, maybe take a chance. Boogie, Boogie's had a lot of time off. You know, he he should be fully healed, low key. Maybe take a chance on him. I mean, if, if you get Boogie to come in and start the five, and he put up just fifteen and, and eight, and and it's dominant on the post. I mean, you open up a lot of things. Oh yeah. You got Booker who can shoot. You got Paul who, who who's decent behind the arc and decent with a twenty footer. Yeah, and you got, you got Paul. That might be the best situation for Boogie because Chris uh because uh Chris Paul is gonna get him the ball in uh in great situations. Oh yeah. Well, if they listen to our podcast, then maybe they'll make that decision. <laughs> I just zero madness for the damn Phoenix Suns. They owe me some money. How about James Harden? How do you feel about Harden talking about he wants to go to the Nets and be a contender? I'm up in the air, actually, because I feel like Harden cannot win a championship on his own as a number one unless he changes his game. Now, he has history with with KD. Low-key, I'll be 100% honest, I feel as though they'd be better if they just said straight up, we're getting Kyrie Irving for James Harden. Because Irving, Irving poisons the locker room and you said before, they're both two ball-dominant guards. Now, if Harden could learn how to move without the ball, it's a different story. Yeah. But, it, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And Harden has been around. Harden has been a man for many, many years. So to take, to, to, to be, okay, I'm going to move without the ball. You're going to find me. You know, it kind of worked in Houston when when Russ was there, but you have, and it's not, and that's sad to say. You have a player who, in my opinion, is even more selfish than Russ and Kyrie Irving. 
That's how I feel Dick about him stopped. as well. I don't think it'll be a good fit. Everybody will have to work together. You have you have a former point guard, an MVP for that matter, as as your coach. So that can help maturity. Hopefully, you know everybody mature. I mean, you have you have two players who won NBA championships. You have a player who hit a game winning championship. Uh, I mean, a championship winning shot in Irving. And you have a player who was Finals MVP in Durant. So experience, knowledge is there. It's, it's the not let the egos clash and to get along and realize if we do this the right way, we could be the next dynasty for at least three years. With Steve Nash as the coach, another point guard, he, he could possibly fit together. They do respect him. But I, I, I'm kind of with you because, you know, New, without hard, New Jersey has some weapons, and they would have to give them up. Levert, um, yeah, them witty. You know, they have some weapons that could complement them a lot better than hard, and it won't demand the ball as much. And you know that you can depend on them in the clutch and depend on them to score. So, I'm up in the... It's kind of a win-win situation for the Nets. I would stay with what I what I have. So then you're going to trade off offense for no defense. That is true. I'll take the offense from Levert and Dinwiddie. And I know both of those guys, when they step on the court, they both want to play defense as well. That is very true. That is very true. Especially, especially you have a liability with Irving in the backcourt on defense. Yeah, and the ran ain't the best on defense. You know what? The only way I do that trade is I give you Kyrie Irving straight up. I give you Kyrie. You give me hard. That's the only way I do it. I need Kyrie to throw in a lottery pick. Would you do that trade? Kyrie ain't leaving Brooklyn. Man, they traded him. He ain't got no choice. They, they, they invested too much money into him. They not going to let him go. <laughs> but the salaries match up, too. You can do that. And, you, and while... Yeah, Kyrie has won a ring. But you got to remember this, too. Kyrie has been injury-prone since college. Since Duke. He played, what, 16 games at Duke? Uh, He's been injury-prone in the NBA. He's poisoned in the locker room. And I just say, I know Harden has his... His... his, uh, Bullshit that happened in the locker room. But Harden and KD have played together before and even went to the finals. I I think Harden could adapt better to KD. And you still got LeVert. 
you still got them with him. You got you got your guards right there. Hell, you know Harden can play the point. Yeah. But but they also, like I said earlier, it all appears if KD comes back being at least 80% of the player he was for this injury. Yeah. I mean, is is are we gonna see the same KD? And not just the shot. The shot gonna be there, but he had explosiveness off the ball. He had explosiveness with the ball to create his own shot. Granted, his height ain't gonna leave, so he gonna shoot over most players and take most threes and fours who who will be better serving the paint to rebound out to the three point line. But I really think if the Nets wanted to get James Harden so bad, you give him Kyrie Irving straight up. You got Kyrie Irving. You let him go lead another team, and you take Harden to the rant, then Witty, Levert, and you see what that do. <clears throat> and Levert, Levert proved that he can score so he's a great third option. A great third option. Oh, yeah. Great third option. And you ain't got to pay him as much uh, next year or two. And you still can add veterans. You know, you got yeah. Iguodawa out there. Iguodawa's out there. You know, he'll probably come. Uh, man, you can fuck around and be like, hey, Vince, why don't you come out of retirement this one year and try to win a championship with us? You can fuck around and do it. Now you're pushing it. <laughs> I'm pushing it though. He don't even retire. Open up. We also got the NBA draft, which is what, tomorrow night. Please, boys, get Obi topping. Please, please, please. We'll see how many foreign players go in this first round draft. What Luca, what Luca doing? What he did, man. Motherfuckers, they looking at all the foreign players like he's gonna be the next Luca. He's gonna be the next Luca. He's gonna be the next Luca. And we gonna talk about the first supposedly Luca in the future, Tony Kukos. <laughs> Wasted potential, but that's another story, another segment for another day. <laughs> Wasted potential, European Magic Johnson. Keep, keep that in mind. European Magic Johnson. Wasted potential. But we'll, we'll, we'll move on from that. But, uh, but I mean, the best trade that's happened um, this week so far that helped the team the most, it got to be... Oh, we're forgetting about the Milwaukee trade as well. That is the trade, the best trade of the week, yeah. Because now, you have, but I cannot pronounce that man's name. I'm not even going to try. You have BB, we call him that, and Drew Holiday. You didn't give up much. And you got better shooters than what you did give up. And 
a comparable, if not better, defender in Holiday over Bledsoe. <coughs> now, would this make Giannis stay in Milwaukee? I don't know. But I definitely would say this makes Milwaukee a definite, definite favorite now for real. Where I can actually take them seriously come playoff time. And they may be done. They may not be done. What they fuck around your heart? I don't think they could afford Harden with Giannis. They probably couldn't because they got to pay Giannis a boatload of money next year. Yeah. But yeah, and still, they they have a uh, they have they 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 have a much better team than they had the past couple years. And I, I will say this: I don't, I still don't think Giannis has that that number two per se like uh, Mike and Scotty Kobe and Shaq uh, AD, LeBron LeBron, Wade etc. They still don't have it but they have a better a, be- a better role players, better players around him you know better players and and DB and Drew Holiday put up similar numbers that they put up throughout their career next year. Milwaukee gonna really, really be tough to be. Yeah. I mean, it almost got me. It almost got me look like, man, maybe I need to start rooting for them over the Bulls next year because the Bulls ain't gonna do shit. Yeah, you still got players out there, you know. Uh is Carmelo gonna stay in Portland? He'll be a great uh veteran addition to a team that's trying to win a title. Like I say Iguodala. Uh I mean you you have players out there that could be signed and trained for for that for that veteran exception. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's still a lot to happen, a lot of trades to happen. I mean, Westbrook and Harden both won't out of Houston. We got a draft going coming up. The Golden State Warriors can trade their number one pick, number two pick, excuse me, for for a veteran good player. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff still out there. So, you know, we, you know. It's it's a quick, you know. The good thing about this offseason with the NBA is quick. We ain't yeah, waiting so 30, 40 days. Yeah. We're getting straight to the action, and I love that. So it's gonna be interesting. We still have a month. We it's 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 November eighth. It's November seventeenth. There's a month and five days before the NBA season begin. We have a draft tomorrow. We still have trading going on, and free agency don't start till Monday. There's still a lot. There's, there's so many trade rumors from the Bulls possibly trading Zach Levine. Uh, no, I don't think they should either. They need to put somebody with him to be the number one. 
but you know, there's so many trade trade rumors out there. It's so many available players on the uh, on on contracts that are expiring. I mean, you know, just gotta see. It's gonna be a crazy offseason. It's already been crazy. I mean, we just seen Chris Paul move for the third time in the, what? It's three years in a row he's been moved. The Lakers get better, and Milwaukee does justice by by Giannis. And the Clippers still ain't made no moves other than the coach. Paul George is in trade rumors as well. Or there's rumors as far as Lou Will and Montreal are real. Rondo is still available. Blake Griffin. So it's it's a it's a lot to unpack, and it's only a month and five days now to go. We gonna see a transition to NBA, and, and the transition I hope we see is I hope that we see a more balance of power come to the East. Let the East get more balance. That would be nice. Hell, Kevin Love is probably on a trading block somewhere. You know, so let the East become more balanced. Let it be like, okay, we don't know who's going to make it out the West or the East this year. We just had great bubble basketball. We had some surprises that was that was almost akin to the NCAA tournament. Let's keep that up. No, uh, you know, the West has dominated for the past two decades, damn near. Well, yeah, the East snuck in some, but it, but uh, it's been the West has been dominating. Let let's let's see that switch up. Let's see yeah, it more competitive. You remember when I made that uh the the NBA and I made it two conferences that didn't care about West and East. And how balanced I had that shit. Now I doubt the NBA would do that, but I mean, let's 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 see some teams get some players that that you know can benefit their markets. Stop 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 catering to these to these to these big markets and and hindering the small markets and making competitive all over. We gotta do something. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired of seeing NBA Finals. One well, like, damn, I'm hoping, I'm hoping they win two games. They go six. You know, I mean, when was the last NBA Final where you sat there like, damn, I don't know who gonna win? It's been a while. Think about that. Like, damn, the game one, like, I don't know who gonna win this series. This might be a good ass series. What was the last one? Yeah, I don't know. It's been a while. It has. I mean, maybe the Spurs in Miami. Uh, when Miami won their first title. I mean, the Cavs upset the Warriors that seventy-three win season. Even though the Warriors were vulnerable, because. They still lost Thunder in the West Conference Finals. They was vulnerable. 
but they persevered. Yeah, let's get on to some. Uh... Well, we go ahead and tie top ten picks real quick. This is a nice week in the NFL. Of course, our Bears lost again, and I'm not even gonna That's go into always. that. I'm not even gonna go into that. I'm, I'm I'm just pissed about that, but I'm not gonna go into that. But we can do our top 10. Whoa, as I look at number 10, look at how the mighty have fallen. MVP candidate in the season, now number 10, and looking really bad. The Seattle Seahawks are definitely in a bad position right now. And getting exposed. The season started off with let, let Russ cook, but Russ is overcooking and he's not getting any help. Russ is the cook. He's the bus boy. He's the waiter. He's the owner. He's doing it all. Russ needs help. Great sports. No filters. Jumping back into our top 10. Yeah, we got So hold on, hold on, real quick. You got the other one saved? Yeah, we good. Let's go. Alright, so we was at uh the Ravens, yeah, number nine, who I was saying that they need to Need to open up the office a little more. I don't know. I don't. I, I have to be honest. I have to watch the Ravens a little bit more. I don't know where they're struggling at, but I'm starting to feel like Lamar Jackson can't complete the game or coming back from a deficit. Well, you I'm know to see that. Their problem is not true. They're just falling because of a few games here. Maybe they'll work their way back up. I think they'll work their way back up, but they just, they just, they, 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 they don't throw the ball enough in a sense. 
And like I said last week, the Ravens are the type of team that they want to run and, and pound you on defense. And if you get a couple touchdowns on them before they score, they scrambling. You know, so they have, they have to retool their game plan. They'll be fine, but they're in a tough AFC. Yeah, they are. So they just have to, you know, pick it up. They don't want a two-game losing streak. You know. Number six, though. The Hated Packers. Number eight? Where you at? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. We just, oh, yeah, you right. You ain't right. Number eight. The, the Saints. Wallace. What did we have them last week? They was at 10. Okay, they no, no, up a few spots that was, that was the podcast we didn't get a chance to do. They was out the last time we did the podcast. They wasn't even in the uh, top 10. But now they're 8. Okay. 2-0. 8-2-0. They just lost Drew Brees, though. Yeah, so we're going to see how they're going to fare with Hannes Winston. It's the reason they brought him in. I, I kind of believe in uh, the coaching staff, and they're not going to allow uh, Winston to complete as many turnovers as he did before. So I'm with you, man. I, I think Winston about to shine and possibly either win him a job in the NFL or win him the job with the Saints after Breeze retired. And why? Yeah, one or the other. You know, he showed promise in the last game, picking up with Breeze. You know, it was, it was, you no, know, the 49ers went on shit. But, uh, you know, Winston might, might, might be able to, uh, show some shit. And then, like you say, Sean Payton, that offensive staff, they know how to coach a quarterback up. Yeah, they're not going to allow him to make all those turnovers. So he may have a chance to really uh get his career on track and really show something. So now we have seven, the Rams. Seven, the Rams. Now the Rams could go either way with me. They're up or down on this ladder here, this top 10. But I, I definitely have them trending up. Right now, they're playing some good football. Jared Goff's always a smart quarterback, make good choices out there. And he's going to play to the end. He's going to always keep his team in there. So whether they win, lose, or draw, it's, it's going to be a close game when it comes to the Rams. The Rams are good. The Rams are good. And, they, and they're going to they're gonna stick around. I still wonder if they are ready to take that next step. You know, uh, I'm still wondering if they ready to take next step. I mean, they 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 seem like that team that's going that's good, but not good enough. You know what I'm saying? 
Well, the NFC right now is wide open and up for grabs. So definitely if the Rams, uh, a wild card spot. I think they'll definitely give somebody a run for their money. They give them a run for their money. But here's a question for you: Can the Rams win if they were a wild card versus a division leader and having to buy? Can the expectations kill them off immediately in the playoffs? That's to be told. That's still to be told. We'll see. We'll see. We, we shall see. There are other veteran teams out there in the NFC that can beat them and send them home early. Now we at six, and it's the hated Green Bay Packers. Weak schedule. As you keep saying, and I agree, weak schedule. And then I think about it, do they get a weak schedule every year? Don't it seem like it? It almost does. Like every year they they have all these flaws. They play weak ass teams, the teams that get all these rash injuries, and all of a sudden the Packers are like 11 and 5, 12 and 4. They got to buy, they lose in the second round. Yeah, it happens every year. And who they beat like they who they beat last week? I believe they barely beat them. Who they beat yeah, like? It was, a close, it was a close victory last week. <laughs> and they who they play? They played uh I tell you, I take that back. This last victory wasn't that close. They did they did they did hang one on um damn who was it though? I can't remember. They did hang one on them. But still, they, it was a weak team, and they just, you know, took advantage. Now, we have number, number five, five and number four in one of the most memorable games this year. It's not in NFL history. Now, number five, we have the Bills. They came up. Josh Allen is the truth. Oh, yeah. He's the truth. Josh Allen is the truth. He, he's resurrected a bunch of team in 18 successes. What, Thurman Thomas and Kelly? I mean, man, he's resurrected this team. And they had the Cardinals beat. They had them beat. They had them beat. With 30 seconds left or so, they had the Cardinals beat. And Josh Allen was going downfield like he was John Elway. All right, I got you. I see you on this. You feel me? Yep. And they left too much time on the clock, but 
for Kyler Murray to make a play. I can't even blame him for that. He left 30 seconds on the clock. I can't blame him for that. He left 30 seconds on the clock. And with 30 seconds on the clock, we're going to move up to slot four, which is the Arizona Cardinals. Slot three. Are they three? They're number three, right? Nah, they four. They four. At number four. We're at three. Because the Bucks are three. At number four. Yep, and they are number four, and they have been handling business. I mean, and uh, that, that that's the play of the year. Kyler Murray to Hopkins. Hopkins went up against three people and caught that pass in the end zone. And Kyler Murray threw a perfect pass. That pass the run. Perfect. Yeah, on the run, running, running to his left, and he's right-handed. Running out of bounds. Through a bomb, too. That's the stuff that was about that 40. On, that only happens on video games. Yeah, I can do that on Madden. I ain't never seen nobody do that shit in person. But about 40, 50 yards, he did that. And Hopkins came down with that with three defenders, three, both corners, and him. And he came up with that football. He didn't bobble it. It wasn't like tipped or done. He just called it. Like, I'm just in the backyard. I'm going to catch this real quick. <laughs> I told you I mean, that's that, to that defense. I'll tell you that. Oh, no, I wouldn't say it was embarrassment because that was just damn good. That was just a damn good football player. A damn good football player. It wasn't like they were sloppy. They was all over him. And they wouldn't come in no... No pass interference, anything. They was just all over him with good defense. He just was better. He just was better. I mean, that's better than David Tyree catch. I think so too. Uh, he called. He called. Remember what coaches tell us: catch it with the hands, don't catch it with the body. He caught that with all hands, all hands. Yes, sir. All hands. Nobody, no way bounced off his chest and he caught it. No, somebody tipped it and he just dove and caught it. He jumped straight up after running. Keep in mind, after running about 40, 50 yards, he got in one spot of his own, jumped up and caught it on three cornerbacks. I've never seen that before. I've seen Randy Moss. I've seen Jerry Rice. I've seen Sterling Sharp. I've seen Marvin Harrison. I've seen some of the greatest receivers ever. You have too. None of them have done that. None of them. None of them. Game went touchdown in the end zone. Three motherfuckers jumping at you at the same time. At the same time. Three DBs jumping at you. Two of them pro bowlers. Two of them in a pro bowl. And you still caught it. Oh, all of them. That's why they spend that money to go get them, though. 
They made the right choice in going after a receiver that 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 Murray could throw it yeah, to. They sure did. They sure did. Hell, I would say I wish the Bears would get them, but we ain't got a quarterback throwing to them or coach the coaching to get to them. But anyway, enough about them, the Bears, but and yes, of course, number four Cardinals. Now, our top three has changed a little bit, but not by much. The Bucks are back again in top three. Tom, I mean... They, NAV, they, they, they kind of got their game together out there, I think. If they can continue this, this, this the way they're playing, I feel like they're definitely a Super Bowl contender. Their defense is playing well. And I think the key to their game, instead of them trying to come out and throw the ball. They need to balance balance it out with their running attack, and that's what they did with Fournette and Ronald Jones, and it and it opened up the passing game more for Brady. And he was able to hit those receivers, and all the receivers had a good game this week. So I don't know. The Buccaneers are tough. Yeah, the Buc- the Bucks going the Bucks are definitely tough, and they uh. They're going to hang around for a lot or for a while. And it just it just shows that having a, a, a smart quarterback and an adequate coach and I'm, I'm talking about Aaron's adequate quote coach but a smart quarterback that can get shit done and, and know what to do You know, I, I, I mean, I, I, like I said, I, I didn't think Tom Brady would go to another Super Bowl, let alone win another one. But right now, he got the Bucks going in the right direction, and they're looking damn good. And that NFC South is kind of open with them and the Saints. See, that, that's the thing, that Saints game really fucked them up. But he's made a comeback. But he has to take care of the Saints. Uh, yeah, he has to take care of the Saints this week. No, Drew Brees is out there. Thing. He has to take care of the Saints. It's kind of revenge game. And this is a new revenge game for him. Because ain't like he playing the Dolphins or the Bills or the, or the uh, Jets. Ain't like he playing one of the weak AFC East teams. He has playing a, 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 a really good team in the division that whooped his ass earlier. So he has to really step up. Like, we need to let it be known that we had this side of vision. That's what Brady need to do with the Bucks. Now, on number two, I'm going to make that same bet with you again we made last week. Can you pull up the schedules real quick? Let's see who we got this week. Who KC got and who the Steelers got? I'll let you know right now. All right. Yeah, Kansas City versus Vegas. Sunday night. Ooh. And Vegas beat them the first time. Ooh, 
Hey, who the Steelers play? Pittsburgh plays Jacksonville. You should go to that game. No. We got a bye. Alright. Case well, KC, you know they stay too. They lost one game. They played ten. They lost. Pittsburgh is undefeated, and they are, of course, number one. Yeah. And they dog the Bengals. They dog the Bengals. They'll remain. They dog the Bengals. They'll remain number. They'll remain number one after this week. Yeah, they better. They better, cause unless they lose. Let Jacksonville let Jacksonville beat Pittsburgh. They stay number one. KC got a tough one though with Oakland, uh, not Oakland, Las Vegas, Vegas, the Raiders. Yes, indeed. They kind of mad though. They kind of mad. It's been going around the past day or two about uh, the Raiders winning. And KC and then right around they field with a bus. Yeah, so I heard. I heard. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> like them niggas bad, but you know what? If KC don't come out and show like we bad, y'all did that and don't drop twenty one on them immediately. That that would be disappointing. Okay, so we could take the bet next week. Next week, you got Baltimore and Pittsburgh, and then I got Kansas City versus Tampa Bay. We can take the bet next week. Kansas City, Tampa Bay, ooh. Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Baltimore and Pittsburgh play on Thanksgiving. They play on Thanksgiving. I had to think about that's that. Even, I had to think about that. That's, that's, that's an even shifter right there. That's two That's an even game. That's an even game. So, you know, y'all beat Baltimore, y'all hold on to y'all spot. Now, if we win and we win by a larger margin, we need to be taking over that number one spot. Yeah, you see, Pittsburgh got to lose. I ain't giving up because Pittsburgh got to lose. Uh-uh. They have not lost. They ain't no. They, they destroyed Cincinnati. They destroyed the Bengals. You know what I'm saying? They just getting, they just getting their groove. It's like you said before last week, if they beat Cincinnati, I mean, they beat uh, Baltimore, they could be on track to be undefeated. I don't really think they're thinking about it, but I mean, man. We'll see, though. If, K- if, KC, if KC beat the Raiders and Steelers lose, yeah, I'm, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. But as long as Steelers undefeated, they stay number one. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting up one finger, people. Yes, I am. There's one finger in the air. You know, I'm living in Pittsburgh, and you know, Pittsburgh ain't my my uh my top team. I still have one in the air for them. Steel curtain. I think I got a yellow towel here somewhere. <laughs> But 
But that's our top 10, people. You know what I'm saying? That's the top 10 right there. Now let's get into but some you know what? I'm... NFL news real quick. We done mentioned a few things what's going on. Uh, Drew Brees being out two to three weeks with the cracked ribs and the punctured lung. Uh, there's no timetable for him how long he's going to be out. Man, he he dealt with that for a little minute, yeah, too. Yeah, so that's, that's crazy. He dealt with that for a little minute. And then I, I believe me and Drew Brees same age. I think if I had a, a couple broken ribs, three, four broken ribs to collapse lung, I think I'd be in a hospital like damn for a few weeks. This nigga was out there playing football. Yeah, he was running around. around. Still playing. So, yeah, that's pretty. Throwing the ball, everything. Like, oh, I, I know all that hurt. That chest, that midsection, around the heart. I know all of that hurt it. But you know what? That, that You know what? I, I, I made me want to ask a question now. I think about that. Now, Drew Brees was playing for like three weeks with four or five broken ribs. And it was so bad his lung collapsed. Now, that makes me wonder about the cortisone shots. Especially since we just had a player who got one and the doc collapsed his lung. How good are these shots? Are they making players feel invincible where they're hurting themselves more? Or does Breeze just have a high tolerance of pain? Never high tolerance of pain too, but damn, I, ain't, I don't think I have high tolerance of pain like that. Well, you gotta think about it. He didn't play it over the years. His body, his body is probably used to the medicine. You got to think about that through college and NFL. He's been played, and you know, he's had injuries, and I'm pretty sure he's been got shots before, you know. So, it, what what may be crazy to us may be normal to them. You understand what I'm saying? Because that's their lifestyle. That's what they're used to. So. I don't know. Maybe his tolerance for pain is a lot higher than ours, you know. That is crazy, but that is a a crazy concept to think of and what to think about, and we can definitely do a show on that one. Yeah, because that just made me think, like, like, did did the Saints or whatever? I'm, I'm, I'm saying, like, four to five rib, rib fractures. And then the game that they took you out of, your lung collapsed. Like, you had them for a couple weeks. Like, what's in that medicine, one? Or, you know, like, I mean, that's just kind of like, and people won't really look at it the way I'm looking at it, and I can understand. Cause there's a uh, actually there's a lot of ways I'm looking at this. 
I'll elaborate if you want me to, but if not, we can move on. And finally, oh, uh, any any other NFL news you want to um, get on? Um, yeah, one more injury. Ooh. Nick Foles. Nick Foles went down. Oh uh, no, he all right. He he gonna play after the bye week. He all right. He gonna play after the bye week. He just looked worse than it did. He gonna play after the bye week. Okay, so here's a question for you. Really, I, 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 I'm, I'm hoping Daniel Montgomery played about we. But that's a whole other story. What's up, though? Here's a question for you: If the Bears come out of this bye week, do they play any different from the first half of the season? They sit at what? Five and five now, right? Yeah. Lord, I hope so. Lord, I hope so. But do I have confidence they will? No. I hope so. Lord, I hope so. I hope they come as about we ground five, six victories in the end of the season. Like, I right, bet. We want to hear that. Will they? No. The system is broken. How hard is it to call plays in the NFL? It's not like that. It's just the whole system is broken. Um, not even the whole system. The quarterback is broken. I hate to say this. I really do, and I hope, I pray, I beg I'm wrong. But once again, the Chicago Bears have sabotaged their elite Super Bowl defense with ending up quarterbacks. I totally agree. I believe that's a whole nother episode. Did you want to touch on anything else? That's a rant like a motherfucker. That's a rant like a motherfucker. But we'll go to uh, our, our daily rant. You got somebody you want to rant about? No, I don't got no rants at this time. What you got? What you eating? Peanuts now, nigga? What you got to rant about? Let me, let me, let me name some names real quick. Yep. You listening? Tracy McGrady, Vince Carter, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Mark Jackson, um, who else? Tim Legler, 
Richard Jefferson. And many more. Jay Williams. Jalen Rose. Be where go, what do they all have in common? What do all those players have in common? I don't know. What you what you got? Oh, oh, last person, Kendrick Perkins. Now what they all have in common? Oh, they all uh all of them, all uh, them play. played played NBA basketball. And all of them. Right, they all play. All, all of them what? My um sports analysts now. True. Now every one of those players belong because they Went to all the fame, went to all star game, or was all NBA, won some type of award, or was six man a year, or, or defensive player of the year, was a major contributor to a championship team or a team that went to the title. One player didn't do any of that. And why is he on on ESPN? Kendrick Perkins. Why is he on ESPN? He doesn't add anything to the segment. He, 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 I wonder if LeBron James is his father. Maybe his name is Kendrick James and not Kendrick Perkins. His face and voice will scare small children. Why is he on is spreading talking about any damn thing? He had he 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 won one championship in his career and was immediately traded afterwards. He wasn't even that good in college. I saw him in Kentucky. He wasn't all that good there. Yeah, nigga, I watched you when you was in Kentucky. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> why is he... Why does he get a, a, a prime spot to talk about basketball? And he he, he he doesn't sound eloquent. He, he, he be misinformed or uninformed on different things he say. And he's like father for Stephen A. Smith. Another motherfucker I don't like. That's a whole nother story. I'm happy for Kendrick Perkins that he's doing his thing. He makes his money. But nigga, get your ass off my TV. 
go to the gym. Hell, go hit the weights. Go hit the weights. Your ass, you look like you Sean Kemp, uh, Sean Kemp high right now. Go hit the weights, nigga. Well, nah, I ran over. You got something to say, though, Jim? Let's close it out. What we got coming up this weekend? We got Thursday night football. Who's playing on Thursday night football this Thursday? Oh, it's a good game, too. I just forgot, but it's a good game. I believe the, uh, the Bucks and KC. No. It's some good game coming on. Hold on. Arizona, Seattle this Thursday. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay, that's what it was. And Russell yeah, Wilson yeah, they is win too because he they didn't drop too. Yeah, he do. And it's a division. And it's a division coming. game too. Yeah, and we got the draft tomorrow. That's gonna be held what virtual, right? Yeah, but we still uh, we still need to know who who, who getting who. Well, I don't mind virtual. He needs to be coming out like suits that be too tight and shit. Some of them come out with no socks and shoes and suits so tight. Hey, he was flooding. It was like, bro, what the fuck is you doing? You flooding with a suit too short. Everybody told Jeff we can't drive, but you didn't too. So yeah, let, let them stay at home and learn how to drive. Ain't no way in hell coming out of those dudes with some, with some flooding ass pants. They bright too. They like light browns. So everybody see them flooding. Now you got no socks on. Hang on. And I got on some nice shoes and a, and a suit or a suit jacket and some pants. And man, nah, I ain't doing that. Let them stay home and learn how to dress. What else we got next week? Graph, the uh, yeah, of course, you know a top ten that be coming. And the weekend. Oh, it You said it starts next week or in the coming weeks, huh? It's about two weeks after Thanksgiving or so. Next week. Next week is both start before Thanksgiving. No way. Yeah. Next week's supposed to start. I don't know who playing. It'll probably be some weak teams. It won't start, but we still don't even. Well, know I don't know yet. any of the. I don't know any of the players we anyway. Yeah, I feel I'm not a player. I know. I know teams that got good players and everything, but you know what they gonna do about the rules and everything. You know, everything shut down again, so. You know what I'm saying? What's going on sports? Please, please don't let sports shut down again. I don't think they will this time. No, because they, they're running football. Still, uh, 
Wales been shut down. They could be shut down any day. I would. I wouldn't be surprised. They get a few, few more podcasts. They could be like, man, we shutting all this down. Fuck this. I hope it don't happen, but man, I, you know, hey. But yo, yo, this straight sports, no filter. Catch on another episode later this week. We, we out. Yes, sir. On it.